0: You've entered the realm of 1111 Talk Radio. Your host is Simran Singh. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Learn to empower yourself. Broaden your mind. Open your heart and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simran Singh.
1: Welcome. I'm so excited tonight to talk to you about change. I'm talking to you about the biggest change possible something that is on the cusp and it is going to be all about the possibilities that you can experience. It's so easy to get caught up in a lot of the negativity that the media is portraying or even feel a lot of what's going on around us, but this is not the end. This is actually the beginning of something that can happen that is magnificent for you. We are on the moment of choice where you have the ability to change, to allow possibility, and to step into your new kind of power, which is authentic power. My guest today is Gary Zukoff, uh, an individual who has influenced me greatly with his work, The Seed of the Soul. And I tell you, if you get no other book this year, the one that we're talking about tonight, Spiritual Partnership, The Journey to Authentic Power, is going to be your guide that will allow you to really navigate what's going on in the world right now, what's going on in your world right now. You don't have to be affected by the world. You can actually in, initiate a change and a choice and an authentic power within yourself by going into spiritual partnership and understanding what that means. Gary Zukav is the author of four consecutive New York Times bestsellers. The Dancing Louie Masters, an overview of the new physics plumbed the depths of quantum physics and relativity, and won the American Book Award in science. He's also the author of The Seed of the Soul, which is a profound work that if you haven't read it, go back and get that one because it is another one of those that is just filled with so much rich content and wisdom. He has been on Oprah, and there is going to be a Super Soul Sunday, this Sunday, where Oprah is featuring him, so definitely tune into that as well. Without further ado, because I want to really get into the meat of this material, there's so much to talk about, I'd like to welcome Gary Zukoff to 1111 Talk
2: Radio. Thank you, simran It's a delight to be here.
1: Well, this is a powerful book, and it's actually going to turn some people upside down because it's a different way of looking at things, but yet it is uh, something that you say is partially naturally occurring and partially uh, a place of choice.
2: Yes, that's right. And it's not the book that's going to uh, give people new perceptions and orientations. It's an enormous change in consciousness that's happening now, species-wide. And it's a change that is going to extend over the next few human generations. And this change is an expansion of consciousness beyond the five senses, if you can imagine that beyond what we can see and taste and touch and hear and smell, there are experiences that are now becoming available to not just a few, not just an esoteric group, but to hundreds of millions of people.
1: Well, and, and, uh, and that, the term that has been thrown out there a bit has been multisensory human beings. So, you know, what is that difference between the five-sense human being and the multisensory human being, and what does
2: that mean for us? Well, multisensory is an excellent term. It means that when you are limited to the perceptions of your five senses, you have together a single sensory system whose object of detection is physical reality, and that's what your experience is limited to. Now, we are acquiring a second sensory system another sensory system that can detect and does detect intelligence and wisdom and compassion that is real but not physical. So as we become multi-sensory, as we acquire this additional sensory system that now incorporates the five senses embodies them and gives them meaning, more meaning than what they ever had before, We begin to sense ourselves as more than we thought we were, as more than our bodies and more than our minds, and we begin to experience our lives as meaningful instead of accidental or random. We begin to know things about ourselves and other people that our five senses couldn't tell us. We begin to use our intuition, our intuitive capabilities, and our intuitive capabilities are becoming our primary decision-making faculty, replacing the intellect. All of these things are happening now and they're bringing with them great potential, great potential. The potential of a world that's based on harmony and cooperation and sharing and reverence for life. Now this is a world that is based on the intentions of the soul because these Are the intentions of your soul and this change in consciousness is bringing with it a new understanding of power and the new understanding of power is the alignment of your personality with your soul excuse me so that means the alignment of your personality with harmony and cooperation and sharing and reverence for life That is a life of authentic power, a life of joy and meaning and purpose and spontaneity and creativity and health and appreciation and caring. This is the life that each of us were born to create. The new consciousness won't give it to us. It will show us what we need to do in order to create it. So that's why... What you said earlier is exactly right. This is partly gift, a gift from the universe, our expanded perception, our multi-sensory perception, and the other part needs to be earned, and that's authentic power.
1: Now, when I read through the book, and and based on what you just said to me, Gary, what this feels a lot like is we're moving into a place where it is more consciously experiential. We've been living experience, but we've been kind of watching it or sometimes (laughs) allowing ourselves to feel it and sometimes not and definitely pointing all the fingers to the outside as to what's happening in our lives. But when you're talking about moving towards multisensory and more conscious intention and the different words that you used, I, I see it as us really getting in touch with ourselves and understanding there's a deeper meaning, a bigger picture, and, and more of a world on the inside that we have the ability to expand into so that we understand more what's going on in our outer world. Is that correct?
2: That's exactly correct. That's exactly correct. As we become multisensory, we begin to see the world in which we live as a mirror of internal dynamics. In other words, we begin to see it as symbolic rather than determining, uh, uh, physically determining the content of consciousness. It is becoming symbolic. We can look. We can use our five senses, our physical eyes. We can look around us, and we can see what we're creating. And we can begin to understand that it's our internal dynamics that are creating what we're seeing on the outside. And we don't have to believe that We can actually experiment with it. So I'd like to say now that for all of our listeners, I invite you and suggest that you not take anything that I say as so because I say it. And also, I suggest that you not take anything that anyone says as being true just because they say it or because they wrote it in a book. But instead, listen with an open mind and an open heart. Even if at first you believe what you're hearing is nonsense. And see if any of it resonates with you. And if it does, experiment with what you resonate with. See if it works for you. See if it improves your life. See if it makes you more humble and clear and forgiving and loving. And if it does, do it some more. And if it doesn't, don't try to wear a shoe that doesn't fit. Mm.
1: My guest today is Gary Zukov. He is the author of a wonderful new book entitled Spiritual Partnership, The Journey to Authentic Power. This is a book that's going to introduce you to where we are, the, uh, the ability to change and use the change that is coming in a manner to access your more authentic power. Gary says that we have two processes going on. A process A, which is naturally occurring. It is happening automatically, so you really don't need to do anything about that. And it's happening to millions of people. It requires the choice that you allow process B to occur. And that is more experiential. That is allowing yourself to change the interior sources of your painful emotions, allowing yourself to understand what's going on on that inner landscape and understanding that your intention is part of this choice And it goes deeper from the why to the why to the why. All of the books that Gary Zukav has written and co-authored with her spiritual partner, Linda Francis, are about authentic power. And this book is about understanding What steps you can take to now move into spiritual partnership. Gary Zukoff can be, uh, you can find out more about Gary and all of his work at SeatOfTheSoul.com. And I definitely want to mention a powerful new online course that they are introducing, Awakening to Spiritual Partnership. It is a seven chapter course that is media rich and involves videos, audios, interactive uh, questioning soul logs and a special community which will be completely up and running this Sunday I urge you to go to his website and take a look at that to allow you to have the support system to move into spiritual partnership and allow yourself the conscious choice of change in addition there is the Journey to the Journey to the Soul 2012 and that is July 15th through 19th and definitely don't miss Super Soul Sunday on Oprah this Sunday where Gary Zukov will be featured again the book is Spiritual Partnership The Journey to Authentic Power. We'll be right back with Gary Zukoff.
0: Your online community for positive change. Seventh Wave Network. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today, www.1111mag.com. Discovering the heart and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. The new home for visionary positive change. Seventh Wave Network.
1: I'd like to announce that 1111 Magazine has gone completely free forever. I am so grateful to be able to share this magnificent award-winning magazine with you now and allow you to access not just current and future issues but all of the archived issues. Uh, So go ahead and go to 1111mag.com whenever you'd like and access all of the amazing articles from so many brilliant leaders in consciousness, personal growth, development, and spirituality. Gary Zukav will be featured in the May-June issue of 1111 Magazine. So we're going to take this interview a little bit deeper uh, beyond what we've done in this show, so I'm very excited to feature him in that magazine as well. The journey to authentic power is the journey that you were born to take, but only you can decide when you're going to begin it, and only you can decide if you're going to do the work to complete it. You cannot take this journey alone, however. There is a new type of relationship that is emerging in the human experience, and it is replacing all other forms of relationship. And this is good news. This is an opportunity where we consciously allow ourselves to grow, and we have people that are involved in this process with us, but they're growing themselves. It is a beautiful experience to behold. And in reading this book, I was I was able to reflect on my own life and see the journey that my husband and I have taken because that's exactly what we have been doing. We've been honoring the relationship that we have but honoring the journey of one another to grow and using everything that shows up in that relationship to look at ourselves and say what else is being called forward within us to grow and become higher and higher resonance. So, Gary, I think this is an amazing work to come out with at this time because a lot of people are experiencing angst in their relationships. That seems to be one of the big triggers of, of different things that are going on. And as we get into this, one of the questions that, that I want to explore, because I think people are going to wonder this, is as we go into spiritual partnership and we deal with the triggers that are showing up from the other person, how do we know the difference between being in spiritual partnership to learn or being in a relationship that is not good
2: for us? Well, first of all, about uh, angst showing up in relationships, this is good news. Because all of the experiences that you have in your life are opportunities for you to grow spiritually. And that means learn about yourself and not so much other people. Learn about what you can change in yourself to bring you more joy and less pain. Learn about what you can about yourself so that you can create more from love, and less from fear. So as you begin the process of creating authentic power, which simply means that you begin to realize that no one can make you angry, That but what they can do is activate a part of your personality that's angry, and it's painful when it's angry. And that anger and that pain that you feel doesn't have to do with the person who activated it. You can see this if you look at your life, because... You've experienced anger and the pain of anger before and it didn't have to do with that person and before that with another person and before that with another. So you begin to see that the real challenge is to change yourself and not to squander your energy trying to change what triggers a part of your personality that originates in fear like anger or jealousy or depression. Look instead at what got triggered because that resides in you. And only you can change it. And when you decide to change it, then your spiritual growth begins. And it begins when you have the courage to experience the sensations in your body when you don't act and you feel compelled to act. When you're angry, for example, and you don't shout, if that's what you usually do, instead you turn your attention inward. For example, you put your attention into your chest area and your throat area. And your solar plexus area. And you say to yourselves, what am I, to yourself, uh, what am I feeling there? Does this feel good? Does it feel comfortable? Does it feel a little uncomfortable? Does it feel a lot uncomfortable? Is it painful? Whenever you're feeling painful physical sensations in these areas, and there's seven of them all together, then you know that you're processing energy in those areas in fear and doubt. In other words, a part of your personality that originates in fear, like the parts of you that are resentful or jealous or angry or impatient or compulsive or can't stop eating or drinking or watching pornography, that those parts of your personality are active. And this is important to know because if you act on them as you have in the past, you'll only create painful consequences for yourself. But if you have the commitment and the courage to feel what underlies these impulses, the painful sensations in your body, and experience them, and while you're experiencing them, while you're angry, while you're impatient, while you're in a power struggle and you know that you're right, and not act on them, but instead, in that moment, Reach for the healthiest, most grounded, constructive thing you can say or do in that moment. That is creating authentic power. That's the moment. That's the moment when you challenge a frightened part of your personality. And as you challenge it again and again and again, it begins to lose its power over you. You still feel it. You still can think its thoughts. But it, you don't need to act on them. It doesn't control you. And eventually, its control over you disintegrates. And that's how you create authentic power, choice by choice, decision by decision.
1: One of the most powerful paragraphs in the book for me uh, that I just truly loved was the players that create destructive and painful consequences for you that refuse to be sidelined until you become aware of them and take them out of the game are the frightened parts of your personality, every one of them, anger, jealousy, rage, vengefulness, anxiety, fear, feelings of superiority and inferiority, the need to please others or to shout louder, to shop for what they do need or not need, eat what they do not need, smoke, gamble, watch pornography, drink alcohol, abuse drugs, and on and on originate in fear. The list of the frightened parts of your personality is as long as the list of your painful emotions and obsessions, compulsions and addictions. And they have three things in common. You say they express fear, they are painful to experience, They create painful, destructive consequences, but they are also central to our spiritual development.
2: Yes, they're central to your spiritual development because those are the parts of your personality that you were born to heal. Those are the parts of your personality that are keeping you from your full potential. They are preventing you from giving the gifts that you were born to give. So living a life of fulfillment and giving the gifts that you were born to give are the same thing. But in order to do that, you've got to find, to experience, and to challenge every part of your personality that keeps you from doing that. And that is the spiritual path. And at the same time, you can find all of the parts of your personality that are already aligned with your soul and cultivate them by acting on them consciously. And these are the parts, for example, that are grateful uh, appreciative, patient, caring, uh, content. And so your life becomes a process of distinguishing within yourself the difference between love and fear. And choosing love, no matter what you're experiencing inside or what's going on outside. That's how you create authentic power. That's how you change your life. And no one else can change your life. And it's changing your life because you don't want to be controlled by your anger. You don't want to be controlled by your sexual addiction. You don't want to be controlled by your addiction to alcohol or wine or food or shopping. Uh, you don't want to live in the torment of jealousy or uh, workaholism. You intend to come to terms with yourself to create a loving and beautiful and joyful life with the force of your own will and the power of your awareness, then you become someone who is entering your life consciously and constructively, and you begin to attract to you others who are interested in the same things. So as you lose your interest in only talking about styles or children or the market or cars or houses or your job, and you start to become interested in addition to looking at your interior dynamics and noticing the interior dynamics of others that are controlling them, you'll draw others to you who also want relationships of substance and depth. You naturally begin to create spiritual partnerships together. A spiritual partnership is a partnership between equals for the purpose of spiritual growth, for the purpose of creating authentic power. And like you said so beautifully, You can't create authentic power for someone else. You can't grow spiritually for someone else. You can only do that for yourself. But as you do, you become more and more able to support other people in their creation of authentic power. That's what spiritual partners do for one another. It's a beautiful dynamic, and it's not only for couples. Family members can be spiritual partners. Co-workers, classmates, neighbors, friends. You can create a spiritual partnership whenever you encounter someone who is interested in becoming emotionally aware and making responsible constructive choices.
1: Gary, you've mentioned earlier that five-sensory human beings believe that actions create the consequences, but that's just a tiny part of what's going on. Multisensory humans know that the intention Behind an action creates the consequences of that action. And an intention is a quality of consciousness. So it is a reason for that action, a motivation for acting. Now, I have always found that when we set an intention, it's almost as if everything unlike it shows up first. And in reading your book, it felt like the reason that happens is we're not going deep enough into the why behind the attention or the why behind that why or the why behind that why what are your thoughts on that
2: well it's not a bottomless pit and in, in other words maybe you have an intention you did have an intention to create this this radio show so if someone said why are you working so hard why are you getting this business license and talking with sponsors and learning about this technology, you'd say, because I want to create a radio show. And people might think that's your intention, because it is. But someone, a spiritual partner, might say, well, why do you want to create a radio show? Well, now that you could have several intentions for that, you could say, well, I want to make more money in my life, or I want more people to know about me, or I want people to believe what I believe, or I want recognition, And those are all intentions, too. Or you could have, for example, you could say, well, I want to create a radio show in order to help people empower themselves. And then someone could say, well, why do you want to help people empower themselves? And your intention might be to help them look at and heal the sources of the pain that is tormenting them so much so that they can see that no one else can get them out of their pain as much as they think another person or money or recognition or success can. Only they can. And I want to help them see that. I'm not attached to them doing it, but I hope that they can empower themselves because they have so many gifts to give to the world. So you can begin to see a very... Great difference between the first set of intentions and the second. The first set of intentions has to do with manipulating and controlling people so that you'll feel better or safer about yourself. The second set of intentions have to do with benefiting life, benefiting people, contributing as constructively as you can. In other words, the difference The fundamental difference between these intentions is fear and love. The first set of intentions come from fear, and the second set of intentions come from love. The choice of fear or love is the fundamental choice that you make in your life moment by moment. And that is the choice, the choice of intention, of an intention of fear or an intention of love, That creates the consequences in your life. Let me give you an example.
1: I'm going to have you give us that example after the commercial break, Gary. Uh, the choice between fear and love, the choices of fear are going to close the heart and shut it down. The choices of love are going to ex- open the heart and expand that. The five-sensory human looks at her life as a book with a beginning, middle, and the end. The multi-sensory human sees her life as a chapter in a book of many chapters. The five-sensory perception is like looking through a window. You are not part of what you see. The multisensory perception is like looking into a mirror. Spiritual partnership is partnership between equals for the purpose of spiritual growth. Their commitment is a promise to their own spiritual development, a determination to move into the fullness of their own potential. My guest today is Gary Zukov. He is the author of four consecutive New York Times bestsellers. You can uh, find out more about him at seatofthesoul.com. That's seatofthesoul.com. You can also find out about a wonderful new online course that is beginning uh, right now, and that is the seven-chapter uh, course ...entitled Awakening to Spiritual Partnership, where you will have a lot of media-rich material, videos, audios, interactive... Uh, questions, soul logs, and a special community that is geared towards spiritual partnership in, in the understanding and the expansion of it. In addition, you can see Linda Francis and Gary Zukoff on Super Soul Sunday on Oprah and allow yourself to experience a little more of this conversation in that way. Definitely also connect to them on Facebook. We'll be right back with
0: Gary Zukoff. See you. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine, order now at www.1111mag.com, 1111mag.com. Listening on a higher dimension, 7th Wave Network.
1: My guest today is Gary Zukoff, and he is the author of Spiritual Partnership, The Journey to Authentic Power. You will find through this book that spiritual partners do not seek allies to change circumstances, which is external power, but their fellow travelers on the journey toward wholeness, which is our authentic power. Courage, integrity, and commitment to their own spiritual growth attracts them to one another and keeps them together. They trust one enough another. Trust one another enough to explore their fear and love together, and they're brave enough to probe the depths of that intimacy. Spiritual partnerships are designed to provide the partners opportunities to experience challenge and heal frightened parts of their personalities and experience and cultivate loving parts of their personalities in the supportive environment of others who are doing the same. Gary, you and and your wife, Linda Francis, you have undergone the pathway of spiritual partnership and in doing so or in living the life of the new multi-sensory human being, does this mean that all of a sudden uh, we're going to step into a place where everything is rainbows and butterflies, <coughs> you know, and everything is going to be peaceful and bliss or does this just mean that we are more capable of handling the different things that show up in experience?
2: Oh my goodness, wouldn't it be wonderful if everything were rainbows and bliss? <laughs> I just love to read a book and step into a world of rainbows and bliss. Now the thing is, that world exists all the time. But, it's necessary to, to, to tend your inner garden in order to experience a world of bliss and meaning and purpose and balance and harmony more consistently until you're experiencing that permanently and that's the creation of authentic power so when you're in a spiritual partnership fasten your seatbelt because everything that is going to stand between you and the love and the compassion and the intimacy that you want with your spiritual partners is going to come to the surface for you to examine and experience and challenge and when this happens in other relationships like friendships or marriages or professional relationships, people uh, are frightened of it. They, they don't want to rock the boat. They don't want to lose the relationship. But spiritual partners know that when the going gets rough, when uh, emotions uh, that are difficult come up, that the spiritual partnership is doing its work because the spiritual partnership is an arena in which the spiritual partners experience and challenge frightened parts of their personalities and experience and cultivate loving parts of their personalities and help one another to do that. So say you set an intention to challenge your anger. When you do that, you invoke healing and the universe responds. And you'll discover that more and more things in your experience begin to trigger your anger. Friends say things that irritate you. The car breaks down. You can't get to work on time. Uh, You get laid off. Uh, Again and again, you experience the activation of anger in you so that you can challenge it again and again. That's how you gain control over this part of your personality. So it's not the case that as you become spiritual partners, which means as you are drawn to others who are also creating authentic power and decide to support one another because there's trust there, there's love there, there's compassion and wisdom, and you are both have the courage to look at the difference between love and need, for example, between love and fear. Then you enter a world of awareness. Now what you become aware of is what's already there. So to the extent that your life has fear in it, you become aware of that. And to the extent that your life has love in it, you also become aware of that. Most people are surprised and if they're, if you're like me, shocked to find out how much fear I had. I thought I was a brave person when I was in my twenties and I enlisted in the infantry and then became a Green Beret officer and went to jump school and, and did things that were very frightening to me. But I didn't realize that I did those things because I was afraid of being ridiculed. I needed to feel manly and worthy. I, I couldn't have even thought of these words, but I, I wanted to be loved. And so I thought I'd be admired if I were a Green Beret officer. And I had no idea that there was any fear involved in that decision on the thought. I thought there was just courage. Mm. But you may find in your life that you're doing some things that as you gain awareness, and perspective, you'll see that they're actually compulsive, that they're not really brave or kind at all, that they're coming from fear. Let me give you a little example. Uh, caretaking. I was uh, doing some work with some people who were chaplains, and chaplains, some of them, tend to caretake a lot. Now, there's a difference between caretaking and caregiving. When you caretake, it comes from a frightened part of your personality, a part that originates in fear, because you want to make someone else feel better. You want to take care of them when they're sick. You want to bring them food. You want to see them smile. You want to see them get better. But if they don't appreciate what you're doing, you begin to resent it. See, I'm putting out all of this effort, all of this work on their behalf. Why don't they appreciate me? Why don't people care for me? I'm only only—I'm always caring for other people. These are experiences of a caretaker. And you know that you're caretaking if you don't get the recognition or appreciation or thanks that you think you should have for taking care of someone else. A caregiver is a different story. Some chaplains are caregivers. They're not identified with the role of caretaking. They're not identified with being a chaplain. They're not identified with being appreciated they give from the heart there's no strings attached it's wonderful to be around such a person that's authentic power
1: and that that's a really clear wonderful example and it brings me to the question of roles because whether it is our vocation or whether it is being a mother or sister or father or brother or the example that you had in the book which i found beautiful was being a grandfather and wanting to love your grandchildren more than other children, but realizing to step out of that role, you were to love other children more. What is the, the place of roles in this whole idea of multisensory humans and spiritual partnership?
2: They're always limiting. They're always limiting. You're so much more than any role you can imagine. There's so much in it, more than any role that you think defines you. You are more than a woman. You are more than a man. You are more than black or yellow or red or brown or white. You are more than an artist or a carpenter. You are more than a housewife or a business person. You are more than American or Thai or Japanese or Indian. You are more. You are always more. Your personality is all of these things. But your personality is not all of you. We talked about how as we become multisensory, we begin to see ourselves as more than we thought we were. This is the more. You begin to sense yourself as an immortal soul, as well as a personality. And your personality was born into time, and in time it will die. It will return to ashes and dust. But you, your soul, will not. Your soul has no roles. Your soul is beyond roles. And as you begin to align yourself with your soul, you begin to experience a freedom beyond any that you can imagine or perhaps have imagined because you're not limited by what you should be or ought to be or only can be or only wish you could be. You are a creative and powerful, compassionate and loving spirit. Whether you discard your roles, which means challenge frightened parts of your personality that are controlling you or not, those roles are confining. And whether or not you challenge the frightened parts of your personality, you are a compassionate and loving, powerful, and creative spirit. But until you begin to challenge the frightened parts of your personality and recognize them, recognize them them and challenge them, they... They direct your creative capability. They create painfully and destructively. As you become authentically powerful, you don't become a more powerful creator. You become a more aware creator. A creator who can create constructively and consciously. A creator who is willing to assume responsibility for the consequences that her choices create. This is freedom. Now, as you begin to develop this ability to create authentic power... You cease being a victim of your life and become an experiencer of your life. In fact, you go more than that. You cease being an experiencer of your life and then you become an experimenter of your life. You become an artist and your life becomes the canvas. That is the experience of authentic power. You may still feel anger or jealousy or any of the other frightened parts of your personality, but they no longer control you. You've developed the ability to make responsible choices. And your joy is unbounded, as is your creativity, as is your vitality, as is your love and compassion and wisdom. As you align your personality with your soul, this is what awaits you. This is the goal. This is the goal that everyone will reach in their own way. All roads lead to home, but why take roads that lead to painful places on the way home? Why not begin to look at the road you're picking, the road you're selecting when you lash out in anger, as opposed to the road that you choose when you don't? Oh, did I ever tell you the story about Hakun, the Zen master?
1: I'm going to let you tell us that story when we come back from this commercial break. We have the opportunity now to step into our authentic power to know our spirituality in an even deeper way through spiritual partnership. There are certain guidelines that that occur when this takes place. You step into commitment, courage, compassion, and conscious communications and actions. Commitment involves focusing on what I can learn about myself, paying attention to my emotions, paying attention to my thoughts, paying attention to my intention. Courage takes responsibility. It practices integrity at all times, and you say or do what is most difficult. My guest today is Gary Zukoff, and he is the author of numerous New York Times bestsellers and the soon-to-be best-selling Spiritual Partnership, The Journey to Authentic Power. Definitely get your copy today, and most definitely go on to Seatofthesoul.com. Register for the online course Awakening to Spiritual Partnership so that you can have the resources and the guides to support you in creating spiritual partnership in your life with the people that you're with. You are, you are given soul logs and interactive questions a community, video and audio, and media-rich resources that will support you in moving towards that journey. In addition, there's Journey to the Soul 2012, July 15th through 19th. And you can listen in and watch on Super Soul Oprah Sunday. You can watch Linda Francis and Gary Zukoff as they discuss a little more about spiritual partnership. We'll be right back.
0: awakened media for a transforming world seventh wave network have you seen eleven eleven do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life eleven one eleven twenty two thirty three four hundred forty four Listening on a higher dimension. Seventh Wave Network. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, one 472 5795 You may also send an email to info at com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. The
1: benefits of spiritual partnership are as many as particles of sand on a beach. Tenderness suddenly replacing rigidity and judgment. Intimacy returning after a journey into despair. Reawakening to meaning and awe reverence replacing disdain and countless other experiences of sanity and health replacing isolation and pain each is life-changing once you move through the guidelines of commitment and courage you step into compassion seeing yourself and others as souls who sometimes have frightened parts of their personalities active you can change your perspective release any distance and be present you also allow for conscious communications and actions where you strive to make all the interactions conscious and loving you're able to consult your intuition choose your intention act from the healthiest part of your personality speak personally and specifically and release attachments to the outcome these are some of the topics that are covered in Gary Zukoff's new book spiritual partnership the journey to authentic power you can find out more about Gary Zukoff and all of the offerings that he and Linda Francis have by going to seedofthesoul.com. Gary, you were about to tell us uh, a, a story when we finished in the last segment, so I'd love for you to continue that.
2: Oh, yes, we were talking about creating authentic power, being challenging in the moment, a frightened part of your personality because you intend to control it and not other people. So this story is about Hakun. Hakuen was the first, was the creator of Zen Buddhism, so... That means he was the first Zen master. And there's a story about him and a samurai. And the samurai had heard about Hakun and he came to him and he knocked on the door and he wanted to know the difference between heaven and hell. He said, is there a difference between these two? And you know what Hakun said? He looked at the samurai and he said, ho oh, 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 oh. you call yourself a samurai? Look, You haven't shaved in a month, and you're dirty. Oh, this is dangerous to say that to a samurai, because they had license to kill. They carried a big sword and a little sword. The samurai's hand went to the hilt of the big sword, and Hakun is now standing close to his death. And Hakun says to the samurai, oh, I see you have a sword. It's probably rusty if it's like you. Oh, this is very bad. Now the samurai grunts. His eyes get wide, and he starts to pull the sword from its scabbard. This means that Hakuin is going to die. And at this moment, Hakuin looks at the samurai and says, Here, open the gates of hell. Mm.
1: Our our emotions, our anger, our rage, our jealousy, all of those things, we use them to imprison ourselves, don't we?
2: We do, and we can choose not to because the samurai stopped in that moment. His hand froze with the sword partially out of its scabbard, and he let that enter himself, and he grunted once, (coughs) and he's put the sword back into the scabbard with a little bit of a slamming motion. And Hakun looked at the samurai and said, here, open the gates of heaven. Mm. Do you have the courage that this samurai had? That's the courage it takes to create authentic power. And if you are even interested in experimenting with creating authentic power, you will begin to attract people who are interested in experimenting with creating authentic power. If you are committed to creating authentic power, you will attract people who are committed to creating authentic power. If you do not care about being aware and responsible in your life, you will draw to you people who do not care about being emotionally aware or responsible in their lives. So, if you are interested, I, I just had a thought during our break. This show is live, is it not?
1: Yes, it is, and it'll be archived as well.
2: Well, for the live audience, then, I have a special treat for you. I have a special treat for the archived audience, too. But for the, for the live audience, this will only happen once. This Sunday, Linda and I are on Oprah's new show on OWN, the Oprah Winfrey Network, and the show is called Super Soul Sunday. It's a three-hour show, and we have a segment or two on it, and we're going to be talking about spiritual partnership. Now, on that show, on the website, on the day, this Sunday, February the 12th, there will be a code, a discount code, because the Seat of the Soul Institute has made a special arrangement with Oprah and Oprah.com to introduce this online course, Awakening to Spiritual Partnership, our new multimedia, uh, media-rich, interactive, um, video-heavy, audio-heavy, meditation, soul log, soul community online, all of that at a significant discount. I don't know exactly what that is yet, but I know that it's not going to happen often if again. And it's for the Oprah audience, the audience that goes to OWN and watches Super Soul Sunday on the 12th, on that day, the 12th, you can go to the Super Soul Sunday website and that discount code will appear. Well, since this show is just coming up, you can take advantage of the same, uh, significant discount to our new course that the Seat of the Soul Institute is offering for Oprah's audience. And I hope that you, I hope that you take advantage of this. So and go take to our advantage website.
1: of also uh, sending this archive, which will be up in about an hour, to anyone that you know that is really at a place of wanting to commit courageously to their own growth and to establishing authentic power. There are too many people in pain right now, but not in the kind of pain that's going to heal them. And so we need to allow people to understand that there are resources such as the Seed of the Soul Institute is offering. And so the archive will be up in an hour and forward that archive to as many people as possible, letting them know about the Special discount that's going to appear on uh, Oprah's Super Soul Sunday.
2: Yes. So you can go to Seat of the Soul, like S E A T, which you sit on, on the S O U L dot com, and you'll see a picture of Oprah, and you can click on it or something close to it, and uh, that will show you the own website, I think. You can click on, uh, you can learn about this course I've been talking about by clicking Learn More about that. And that will take you to a page where you can enroll in the course. But what I'm suggesting is that, for right now, uh, learn about the course and then go to the own website on Sunday, February the 12th. Get that discount and apply it when you enroll in the course. And it will really be a significant benefit to you and a savings. Now, for those of you who are listening to an archive, you can also go to theseatofthesoul.com and there's lots of things there. There's questions and answers. There's interviews. There's audios. There's videos. Uh, there's a soul blog. But you can also click on the online course, learn about it, and you can enroll in it there. This discount that is going to the Oprah show, uh, to the C- Super Soul Sunday show, is something that is time limited. But in... Uh, subscribe to our mailing list and you will not only get our newsletter, which is really just delightful, it's called Soul Connections, but we'll also let you know whenever there are other special events or special opportunities that the Seat of the Soul Institute is offering.
1: That's wonderful. Thank you so much, Gary. I just am thrilled to have had you on 1111 Talk Radio, thrilled to bring this work forward. It's going to be powerful for people to get involved in. The world now pivots on a point, and that point is you. And Gary Zukov has released Spiritual Partnership, The Journey to Authentic Power. It reveals a profound new dynamic which enables you to reach your full potential and create authentic power, the fulfilling and joyful life that is calling to all of us. Spiritual partnerships are not only for couples in marriage or relationships. They can be created anywhere. Two or more individuals decide to engage as equals for the purposes of spiritual development. I hope that you'll connect with him at Seedofthesoul.com. Take advantage of the offerings that he has mentioned, the online course, and tune in to Oprah's Super Soul Sunday on February 12th. Until next week, I'm Simran Singh.
0: Be well.